0: Do you want healthy relationships? Do you want fruitful relationships that mirror the Lord and the gospel? Then you need to avoid this taking hold in your heart. The Access More Podcast Network has faith-based shows about culture, family, and entertainment without all the other noise so you can discover inspiring conversations easier. Start listening today at accessmore.com.
1: Hey, what's up? Hello. Man, it is awesome to be here to sit down we actually have a guest today.
0: I know. It's going to be exciting. It's an honor. It's an honor. This is also, we're recording on our sixth wedding anniversary. What? You don't know what day it is. It's uh, it, a mystery. Wait, wait hold on. It's because our, this comes it's our, out later. It's, so.
1: our, it's our anniversary. It's our, our anniversary. anniversary. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Watch out. Watch <laughs> out. We, 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 we tied in. Hopefully, we're tied in with the third person. <laughs> I know, <laughs> hey, right? I think no, we are. You know, so today, offense, right? Yes. Um, What a topic, uh, okay just today just (laughs) today you know we get the we're we're at the we're at the crossing light right and and we got a little four-year-old with us and we're like okay you know we're always teaching her you know wait for the little walk sign you know don't walk until the walk sign and so we start heading out and she's in this habit now of like let's get across the street
0: yeah get out the road
1: right let's get out the road get in there let's get out let's Mm -hmm. let's get it done because you know i can walk and this is when i'm supposed to walk because my parents said so well then what happens a car cuts right in and she's going right at it and it's like close and I scream stop, you know, and of course that sets my daughter off. She stops. Hey, look, mm-hmm. exactly what happens. She cries. She thinks she's whatever. But, you know, in my heart at that moment, I had to check myself and I had to check myself hard yes. with the driver of that car. Right. You know, the initial thought is throw the water bottle through the window. <laughs> but but, right. but did I do that? No. And right. did I, And here's the other thing. Did I allow it to then? turn my day down or watch this did I say something directly to them no yeah you know, it was just that one word, stop. So we have to really, you know, as we walk around as Christians, and, and I think we have someone here today that speaks to this. Um, I'm going to let you get into that introduction on that, because it's important that we learn how not to hold offense.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And we have the perfect guest. When you hear the titles of their four books, you're going to know why we have the perfect guest to discuss this. Rob Shepard is a husband to Monica, father to twins Reese and Hayden, and the pastor of Next Level Church in Yorktown, Virginia, just a little ways from us. Rob is the author of four books. Even if you were perfect, someone would crucify you. Amen. You misspelled Christian. Kill the jerk and win offense Knock. so welcome Rob. It's awesome to have you. Oh, welcome. thank you guys. Appreciate <laughs> it. I like the
1: title of one book.
0: I know if you were perfect, you people were were perfect, would still crucify, you. still
1: crucify you. Hello. Right. Right. Sex, it's true. I know all your titles facts. are
0: just straight facts like yeah. that's kind I of what like it.
1: drew us to, to like hey we should have a conversation right. with, with this with this guy because I'm like straight to the point yes straight hot take point. after Absolutely. hot take so your
0: most recent book is about offense yes what kind of led you what was the impetus that led you to cover this topic
2: yeah yeah it really started in 2020 uh you know the world shuts down for everyone and yeah. as a pastor uh I find I have more time on my hands and so I, I'm online and and it just feels like everyone is getting offended more. Um, and I think part of that is is because we had more time, there's more people just consuming 24 hour news and uh, the news knows the outrage sells. So if you just consume hours of these people are bad or they're the problem, you start carrying on someone else's offense Mm. And so then they were getting online and, you know, they would say something that that aligned with their political party. But other people would disagree. And instead of having a conversation, it just was like guns out, blaze, just like attacking one another. And so I was like, okay, like someone I think needs to speak into this. But then also when we tried to go back into the world and reopen church, uh, we couldn't we couldn't win. It felt like everything we did was offending someone and we weren't trying to offend anyone. Right. And uh, so, you know, it was like, uh, you know, we're reopening services and people were like, oh, you're opening too soon. And some people were like, you're not opening soon enough. And like the whole mask thing about people were offended if you had to wear masks in church, or some were offended if they didn't wear masks. And it's like all these things people are offended by. And then the final kind of straw, it was all within about a six to nine month period is uh, I I got coffee with two different people and they both said that uh, they just are really struggling with their faith. And they said they still believe in Jesus, but they cannot bring themselves to be a part of any church because of the way they see Christians treat one another online. Mm. And these are not new believers. These are people who've been in churches for a long time. And when they got on Twitter and they saw the way Christians carried each other, it it rocked their faith. And so I try to point to them and say, hey, but yeah, we're not doing that here. And they said, yeah, but you guys are the anomaly. And they said, it just, we don't even want to be associated with that type of toxicity. And so from there, I was like, okay, I may not be the best person to write this book, but someone's got to write it. Someone's got to do something to try to help this because there's relationships falling apart and there is a cost for it. People's faith is being impacted.
1: I think that's huge. I think that's huge. Um, Especially the last part where, where people's faith is being impacted. Um, when we start to look like the rest of the world and how we respond, then we start to we start to push people away You yeah. know where, where, where Christ comes in. And, and when, when you look at the whole breakdown of his ministry and you look at that time period, he wasn't out there with political signs and, and, and in political rallies. And now he was there to preach the gospel, share the gospel and show, shine his light. Um, and that is what attracted people, but it also offended people. You know, we got to mm-hmm. be real in that. Of course. Um, you know, when we look at Luke seven twenty three, it says, and blessed Shh. is the one who is not offended by me. So we know absolutely that there were people who had offense because of what his claim was, of course. Yeah. Um, but, but what it did for the other people that were out there that were hurting, that were going through something, that were struggling, the people that he was reaching, it was actually opening a door to something that they hadn't experienced, something that was good. And and, and when we start to be that and we start to learn how to be that, because I'm I'm with you, uh, COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, before COVID you had you had all the debates and whatever and it was like okay blah and And when you
0: added in everything else like all the marches all the protests all the riots because there were all three y'all let's be real And like when you add in all the causes that were like hey we've got extra time we gonna make our cause blow out even more and then all the boycotts and then all the you know all the canceling and all the you know it was just like one thing after another that made who you were allowed to be shrink, 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 shrink in everyone's eyes. It was very painful. It was a very painful time.
1: Yeah. I went from healthy chicken noodle soup to something that had been sitting out the fridge for about 10 days. (laughs) I uh, I was like, I don't want to be here (laughs) Toxic soup. I'm telling you. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. So, so on that, as we're, as you were going through this and you start to write this book, right. And the Holy Spirit, I'm sure is talking to you. What, what was he laying on your heart at that moment? Like, what was it that he wanted to put into that book? And yeah. what was it that he was guiding you to, to talk about?
2: Yeah. Thank you for asking that question. Well, you know, I started thinking just about all this offense and, and trying to fix it. And then what I found is when I was even, you know, alone with God, every morning I read the Bible, I started to see places where offense was wrecking relationships. And it was things that I had not seen before ever in my life. Um, and I've read through the entire Bible multiple times. So, for example, um, you know, during this whole season, it was like the I don't know end of the summer. Um, I'm reading through the New Testament, and I read about how uh, it's a story we all know: how a woman comes in and puts perfume on Jesus. And one of the gospels says that the the disciples were indignant, but then one of them comes out and says it wasn't the, all the disciples; it was one disciple; it was Judas. And Judas was upset and then he calls him out and he's like, he wasn't upset because the perfume, he's upset because he's a thief and he steals money from Jesus and the disciples. He's like not playing at all. He's just like, you know, throwing it out there. And then the very next line after you read this, and I'd never noticed this before, the very next line is that Judas went to betray Jesus after this. Mm -hmm. So an offense, Judas is offended because Jesus calls him out. An offense leads him to crucify someone. Like, that's big. But how often do we do the same thing? How often does someone that we love offend us and then we come out guns blazing and we cancel them or we yell at them or we name Mm -hmm. call? And because we're hurt, we react in that hurt and we do the exact same thing. And then often, you know, like Judas, he had a ton of guilt. Like, once he actually calmed down, he was like, oh my gosh, what did I do? I see that same thing happening. Like, I just blasted someone that I love because I got offended.
1: Wow, so he indignant to (laughs) ignite. (laughs) <laughs> that's right. Because, <laughs> I mean, that's, that, that's really how it works. And, and, and I think that we, we fail to recognize something here. Like what you're talking about. I love, I love that, that portion that you just went through. Because we're talking about Judas. We're talking about, like, he reacts... And then he realizes his action.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And, and, and so you know, Ecclesiastes seven twenty-one through twenty-two says, "Do not take to heart all the things that people say, lest you hear your servant cursing you." Well, but listen to this: your heart knows that many times you yourself have cursed others. Yeah. And and, and we fall into this pattern like we're, I I am holier than thou. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm.
0: We very quickly. Decide to to knock Jesus off the throne of our hearts, and jump on there with a gavel and start yep. banging and yep. saying, "Oh, oh, now it's on." Oh, you know, like all those shirts that, like, those T shirts where oh, it's so like many
1: shirts came out too.
0: <laughs> well, though, like the, the the Christian. Well, mm. I'll put Christian in per, in quotes, right? Yeah. <laughs> like part G, like part holy, part hood. I'm like, what does that even mean? <laughs> what it means is not that you like. You know, you're a fried minded. chicken. No, it doesn't mean you love fried chicken on the corner and that you're right. like a nice, ho- like down to earth. No, it, when you put that shirt on, you want people to know, don't mess with me because you're not going to get the holy. You're going to get the hood. Let, let's That's be right. real.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: So
0: what does that mean? It's going to yeah. be like, don't mess with me. The Holy Spirit will get knocked off, and I will sit there banging my gavel because you wronged me. Yeah. I will go against the Bible. When you mess up, that's and, and, pretty and much then, what offends. And, then,
1: and then this? But then when you wear it, someone else sees it and it and feels then the, the way AKL that you're talking. Offended, and and, they're and they're then like, oh. we all sit here in this circle, yeah. right?
2: <laughs> yeah, oh it's like God. it reminds me of that song that came out. I think it came out around 2020, 2021. It was uh, "Try Jesus, but not me." It's that exact same thing. <laughs> like I'm a Christian, but like, hey, you try me, I'm, I'm gonna throw hands. Right.
0: <laughs> and I'm just like I. Yeah. So I, I think that one of the biggest things is remembering who is the judge and we yeah. are called to judge, you know, I mean, that's, we're called, that's what discernment is, but we're not supposed to condemn people, Yeah, which is what you do when you start labeling with things, whether or not they're saved, like labeling them with titles that can impact how they see themselves, can reconfirm toxic things in their own mm-hmm. lives we're called to speak light and there's this one verse i brought up i think it was last week or the week before where it's talking about i don't want to know anything but uh, among you but christ crucified right like i don't want to know all this dark right. business to hold it against you yeah. because in the flesh we very may the more darkness we know when you know you might start holding it against them or what have you but instead I want to see the blood of Jesus covering you. That's right. I want to see right. the potential. I want to see and remember that the Holy Spirit is doing work in you and that I can trust that because during the last few years, we we often as a group of Christians have said, you know, the world cancel is quick to cancel. If you don't agree with their cause, mm. if you don't fly their flag, if you don't post their yard sign, if you don't donate, then they don't want anything to do with you. Meanwhile, right? They are turned against who they see as their enemy, which is people (laughs) who don't agree.
1: Which canceling out. Then
0: the Christian on the other hand is turning amongst not just (laughs) the world, but also every other denomination, every person who interprets a verse differently, every person who cares about a different cause, the one who is flying at least one flag. Suddenly, you know, you gotta be careful who this person is. You got, you gotta watch out. And I'm like, do we have no faith in the Holy Spirit anymore? That's right. One, protect us. Two, give us discernment. And three, help us find a, a unity within truth among believers, which you can only do when you actually converse with them
1: instead of fight them.
2: That's exactly right.
1: Right right now, I want that little stamp to hit the screen going, cancel, 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 because that's what it was. It's it's like we get caught up and and we be, watch, I think this is one here. How about this? Um, We we sit there and we talk about, oh, well, I'm judging righteously. Well, is it judging righteously, right? Or is it, is it like, is it vengeance?
0: Yes. Mm. and I, I,
1: there's a big difference there you know it's like and, and God says that vengeance is his That's and so right. so when we look at that it's like but I'm judging righteous but your attitude your heart your posture what 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 is it is it is it I'm judging righteously or are you being vengeance are is there vengeance
2: in your heart that yeah. you want to act out? yeah exactly well and and I think this is something that I want Christians I want Christians to read this book not because, I mean, it's nice to make money, but that's not the main reason. The the main reason I want Christians (laughs) to read this book is because uh, so often when we get offended, we don't think through, is my reaction working? Like, Mm -hmm. does in my, Mm -hmm. even if I'm right in my offense, in the way that I just reacted, did that win over the other side? Did that cause them to want to love Jesus? We don't think about that because Mm -hmm. offense is a hurt. We just react, but like, if your strategy is not successful, it's it's the definition of insanity. If you try the same thing, <laughs> if you're offended over and over again and no one's winning to your side, like that's insane. And so to, to your point, what, what you were saying, you know, in the Christian circles, you'll have Christians who will jump online and their whole platform is to criticize other Christians. Well, if you ever notice in the comments, they don't win anyone over. What happens is the people that already agree with them are like, you're right. That pastor is a heretic. I hate that pastor. And the people that disagree, dig their feet in. Nobody wins. That's not a good strategy. If you told me if I do the same thing over and over again, I'm going to lose every time. I'm going I don't want to keep doing that. Like, I need a new strategy. Right. And so that's what I try to present in this book, a new strategy. So you may get offended, but let's try some things to win the other side over and not just right. stay on this hamster wheel of offense. Amen.
1: Yeah, but then that's not click. Yeah, that's so not right. Exactly, yeah, man. that doesn't monetize uh, you know, as well. It's like because that's another thing that we notice as well um, in, in our sphere is that the the when you start to criticize or when you start to hold on how they like what they like to say, t- break it down and show that they're not Christian mm-hmm. or that they're false teachers or that they're mm-hmm. false is it, it sells. It's amazing how ugly sells. Yeah, It's it's amazing Which how Satan
0: is right, in charge of Satan. Right. That's right. <laughs> and, and,
1: and that, and that drove me recently. We were talking one night about, um, yeah. you know, we don't fight flesh and blood, but we fight the principalities. And and I know that people, we got to sit there in a balance. Sometimes we have to understand that, you know, the enemy comes at us. Sometimes our flesh comes at us, the world sometimes, but it all boils back down to this underlying battle that's yep. happening. Of, uh, that's in the spiritual warfare. And so as we sit here and we're, we're looking at all of this and I'm, I'm like, okay, so I, this is how I started to do it. And, and maybe this, I, you have the book, but I'm going to throw out something that I, that, I, that I do in my day-to-day walk is I look at people and I struggle with people and, and I see people come against and I see different topics being brought up. I kind of look at it, I, I take this step back and I've said this several times, I take a step back from all of this situation and I no longer place it in people's hands. I sit there and I look at this battle that's being waged for souls, and I look at this battle that's being waged for from the from the enemy's perspective. How long he's been on this planet? How long he's had time to put his his institution together? Because let me tell you something. He's had how many years? Okay, depends. That could cause that could cause a battle too. <laughs> exactly. So 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 we'll just. He's had a It's been a while, and, yeah. and he's if had you have watch this. Yeah. If you have at least a thousand plus years You're yeah. <laughs> going to put a something. system together. You've done put your system together. Yeah. And as man changes, that system has not changed. The only difference is man has been used in, in that system.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And so, so this is a long running thing. And so when you, you say, I like what you're saying, you step back and you start to, to say, okay, uh, you know what? Should I be offended? Or should I hold this offense or should I maybe try to approach this in a different way or, or watch this have an ear to hear what someone's saying, whether you agree or not agree, but show them that there's a different way to this. Cause right now we're in trouble. Yeah. Right now you, uh, there are still conversations. I'm not going to put it at a hundred percent, but it is difficult. Even in, in, in life, not just online, not just on Twitter and TikTok, all these other things, but, even in life, sometimes we sat down with, with some people mm-hmm. and, and, and tried to love on them, but it, it went absolutely nowhere. The, 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 they dug in and, and we were just like, okay. I mean, but I, did, we, did we get angry? Did we get mad? No, we just loved, listened and moved on. And, and, we just, and then watch this. Then we went to war. We started praying. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I think that's a missing piece. So often in our outrage of the other side, we forget that the person that offended us is someone Jesus loves. And so I think prayer is the response. If someone comes out culturally and totally disagrees with our values and our morals that we get from scripture, our heart should break. It shouldn't Mm. be angry. When we're angry, it's because – there's pride involved in that, that we're saying, well, they don't agree with me. But it's like, no, 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 they're missing out. They're missing out on on, on the goodness of God. My heart should break for them. And I'm so sorry that their eyes are darkened. I'm not going to be angry at that. I'm going to get on my knees and pray for them and cry for them. Like, yeah. God, they desperately need you.
0: Yeah, I'm glad that you said that, because today, you know, so to, to finalize the story, you know, that happened with the car. Right. And, you know, we kept walking and we were talking and then we saw a bus like that uh, that we were at another crosswalk and a bus was s- like slamming on its horn to get this car to turn before we got in the crosswalk. It knew we wanted to cross and it didn't want to be held up. Right. Mm-hmm. And, it, and so as like we're walking in the crosswalk on the other half of the road and it's like zooming, it's like pushing this car, zooming in. And like when we finally get to the other side to this little park, we sit down on the bench and I'm like, we really need to pray. We need to pray for these people. And first we prayed for the bus driver because that was the more immediate thought. And then we started praying for the woman because we're like, who knows why she was distracted or not paying attention? Maybe she saw exactly and was just in a bad heart that day. Regardless, she needs prayer. That bus driver, it's hard to be a bus driver. I know we're like, well, what? You just sit and drive in circles. That's maddening to drive the same route (laughs) all day and never stand up. And you have to stop all the time, you get extra red lights because every bus stop is a red light for you. Yeah, that's that's a tough job, right? So I'm like, we need to pray for them, and and so we started seeing them as. Not humans. to
1: mention the other people driving, by the way. Right? That, that, yeah. That, that, yes, yeah, have, because no that one is. likes buses. You <laughs> drive around the bus, cut
0: around the bus, honk at the bus. Like it's like the worst, toughest driving job that I can think of right Right. prove me wrong I'm fine with that I don't care I'm not offended but one (laughs) of the things you said earlier was um, goes back to Proverbs because I think that's another Mm. key if you feel like you get offended a lot, just sit in Proverbs a lot because over and over throughout Proverbs, it's like giving you these mental checks on these mm. things that these harmful, toxic thought processes and attitudes that we have. But in Proverbs 18, 19, it says a brother offended is more unyielding than a strong city and quarreling is like the bars of a castle. Exactly mm. what you said. It's digging in the heels. Right. You know, you don't and, and it's not giving the fruit. So you're you're having this limited worldly mindset. Instead of letting God renew your thoughts so that you see the greater picture. And it's also playing right into the devil's hands because he loves to steal, kill and destroy. Mm, That's right. Especially the rewards waiting for us on the other side when we get to the Bema seat, when we get to heaven. You know, there are things awaiting us. And if he can rob us of that by keeping us in a mindset that focuses just on how people made us feel right now versus what we can do to share God's glory and be a light so that they might even come to Christ. That's a yep. treasure we can take to heaven with us. That's the only thing we can take. Yep, right. And he's robbing us of that every time we're offended. And so if anything, get offended at the devil for getting one over on you.
2: That's right. Put,
0: put your offense where it belongs, right? And then maybe that'll help you see if you have to think in terms of offense, like maybe that'll help you see the human in front of you that is just as much a puppet Right or fighting against the puppetry of an enemy and their own flesh, you know. So yeah. I think that. So what other things in your book, you know, have you like? What are some of the things? Not to spoil the whole thing, people should yeah, definitely yeah. go get it. But um, but what are some of the pointers that people like to to help them circumvent circumvent this?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think there's a handful. I think number one, we need to remember that people are watching us. Um, we need to learn to think big picture. Um, I do a whole section on influence and influence is incredibly hard to gain, but it's easy to lose. Mm -hmm. And when we get online and we rant and we we fuss, we don't realize people are watching the amount of people who come to me and say, you know, hey, I saw how you handled that offensive person in the comments. And I saw that you had grace. And I'm like, what do you mean you saw? You don't ever like my posts you don't ever like interact like you. There are so many Facebook stalkers out there and yes, Instagram stalkers. And stalkers. Yeah, they just lurk. They just look around, but people are watching. Um, right. People are watching the way that we respond. And so we might have every right. You could ask a hundred people, am I right to get upset with that? They probably all would say, okay, yeah, you have the right to get upset. But what we forget is that we're losing influence. There are people mm-hmm. watching the way that we respond to this. So it's the same thing with like, uh, you know, our, our kids, our kids are watching us. And so, the scriptures allow us to get angry, but it says in your anger, do not sin. So like when I'm angry, um, I don't want to discipline my kids when I'm angry because they're not going to get the best version of myself. I want to calm down. Um, I don't want to have conversations when I'm angry. They're not going to get the best version of myself. So like there are things that we should be angry about. And when I say, you know, we, I don't think that it's just never get angry or never have offense. I think it's learning how to represent Jesus in your offense. And and that's the hard that's the hard part. Mm
1: hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, offense is offense is tough, but I but I agree with that. I definitely agree with that, especially when we respond and you know being slow to anger, right? Mm-hmm. Slow to speak. Um, the three P's we always throw up: pause, pause, pray, proceed. Or yeah. no, actually pray, pray, pause, proceed. Right, Cause I used to get stuck at pause yeah. <laughs> and, and, and forget to pray. And, and then I would proceed and it didn't turn out well, <laughs> but, but it's like, even in Proverbs, Proverbs, I'm telling you, Proverbs will rip you up and look, I get you. That's the old Testament. Okay. Read Proverbs. Cause that's our hearts. Most of the time that's yes. like what we're fighting yeah. in our wickedness. Anyways, but yeah. Proverbs 1911 says good sense makes one slow to anger and it is his glory mm-hmm. to overlook an offense. Imagine that, imagine that Uh, to be able, okay. One thing to be offended and work through it and whatever. I mean that glory, Hey, hallelujah, you're doing something. If you keep your mouth shut and you just kind of, okay, God, we need to work on this together and get through this. But to get to that, that, that point of grace. Yeah. That point of grace where the term I hate the most, but it's, it's where I would like to be, but I don't know if I'll ever get there. But that Insta grace, yeah, you know, where you're just like, okay you know what
0: like a duck's feathers in not the
1: rain not even offended you know <laughs> yeah. lady almost hits my child I'm like Lord bless you lady <laughs> yeah. you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> instead I want to put my hand through your and not <laughs> in the
0: sassy way Lord bless you all right yeah. like, 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 be like right. I'm, I mean this man oh, yeah. back
1: to that don't be praying prayers y'all like
0: as no, an insult. I don't,
1: I don't know what they going through and they probably just whack doodle and crazy and no, that's not how we pray. We pray <laughs> we, we pray for love. Yeah. <laughs> but uh You can but, tell
0: we have a four year old whack doodle and
2: <laughs> Oh yeah. I love it. I love
1: but, it. But it's 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 just one of those things that I wish that more of us would learn mm-hmm. how how to get there. And I know that one of my prayers in life, um, I got to sit, I got to sit with the elders tomorrow. One of the questions is like, what are your strengths and weaknesses, uh, Mm. for my interview? And, uh, one of them is like just that self-control, you know, when we're, we're looking at the fruit of spirit, um, being able to be in self-control. And I, th- and I know it wraps up a lot of things in it, mm-hmm. but but it's because I want to be able to sit there and like if my brother or my sister offends me, now it's okay to say something too. You know, there's there's verses yeah. out there for that too. If your brother offends you, then speak to your brother. Right. And, an yeah. Yeah. and then rebuke if he wants to continue, yeah. right. right. But But open rebuke, you know, taking it out into the open is like way over here what we don't see even in Christian culture is, is that happening? It's like, what, but I might not get a chance to tell them they're wrong. Well, if you don't have that relationship, maybe it's not your place to tell them they're wrong. Because yeah. I like what you said. Yeah. People are watching. Yeah. <laughs> and people in your church are watching yours. And I'm sure people in my church ain't even liking it, but, but, but is watching mine. Yeah. And if they, and if you, if they see something that's a little wack doodle, they're probably going to approach me on this. That's right. You know, it's not my responsibility to beat down everybody I see that's doing something that I don't
2: agree with. Yeah. When well, that goes, that goes to the strategy piece that I'm talking about that. If you think about it in life, if you were to tell me, okay, what's your guy's favorite restaurant? Like what's your go-to restaurant?
0: La casita. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'll,
2: I'll go with that. If, if, if I came back to you and said that restaurant is trash, That's horrible. It's the worst restaurant. Are you going to be like, oh, thank you very much for calling out my restaurant. I'm never going to go back there. No, you're going to dig your heels in, right? So, how how do I, if I feel like you're wrong, if I feel like you're wrong, what strategy can I use to help you see? It's not by trashing on your restaurant, it's by showing you something better. It's by being about what I'm for. So, now if I introduce you to a different restaurant and I'm like, look, have you ever had, Taco Bell. This is a horrible example, but <laughs> have, you ever had, have you ever had Taco Bell? And you're like, no, right. I haven't. And then I expose you to that. Then all of a sudden, you are like, wow, there is something different out there. Right. And 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 now I I'm 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 known for what I'm for, and not just what I'm against. Because what I'm against only attracts people that are also against it. Mm, that's right. Good, that's good that's very good because
0: yeah. I think that that's sometimes like when we talk about people. Yeah. I think this is perfect, like applicable when you find a Christian that. They might read books or, or, you know, like you might be in a Bible study. This is a perfect example. Like you might be in a Bible study and you're all sitting around and everyone's commenting. Now it's like the conversation time. And they start like quoting a pastor that for the last seven years you've known has like, in your opinion, very fickle doctrine, very oh, like yeah. fluffy, <laughs> incomplete doctrine. Yep. Instead of being like in front of all these people being like, you really shouldn't listen to them because this, 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 you know, and like, instead of like humiliating them in this moment, you know, you can always either in the moment find an artful way to add depth by quoting someone else that maybe they'll pay attention to who you're citing or afterward, you can give them the gift of another book without saying, I noticed you were quoting this false preacher. So I needed to give you a better book, but instead be like, Hey, (laughs) I heard you reading about, like you were talking the other day about hard times that made me think of this book. I wanted to bless you with it. Right. You don't have to, if they, if they find the truth and it's clicking, they're going to let go of the thing that was not as good. That's right. Right. You don't, you don't have to do this. And so that leads me to this other place because Often we're talking about when we're offended because the other person is wrong. What about when we get offended and the other person is right? Mm. How how does how because correct like Proverbs says an open rebuke is better than like the backhanded kiss. right? Right. Like you don't you want to have the correction. Right. So you don't want to just be like, well, I'm offended, meaning the other person's wrong. Sometimes we're offended and the other person's absolutely dead on right. And maybe they didn't say it the right way, but that doesn't mean we throw the baby out with the bathwater or they said
1: exactly the right way
0: or they said it exactly the right way. And we're just still all up in the sauce about it. So what do you have additional advice? Because everything we just said is still applicable. But is there anything else for that kind of situation?
2: Yes, uh, 100 percent. So one of the things that I cover in the book, I think that. If you are going to bring an offense to someone, I think you should always lead with the relationship first. Mm-hmm. And the way that you do that is let them know, hey, I need to tell you something hard, but I care about you and I love you. And if you don't listen to my words, it doesn't change. how Like I'm not coming with an agenda. I'm not coming. And, and that I don't see very often. Mm-hmm. What I see, especially in the church world is I see people that are really happy with me as a pastor until I don't meet their needs or I don't meet their expectation. Mm. And then they quickly blast off this email. And I'm like, dang, I just did your grandma's funeral. I married your kids. (laughs) Like I baptized you. And like, because I didn't do one thing, you're blasting me on this email. Like that's hard to take. And so when they blast me on that email, I am less likely to listen to anything they say because they just come across as a hater. But when you lead with the relationship first and say, "Hey, look, I care about you," and I'm not going to change my opinion, if you lead first with that, I think people are more willing to say, "Oh, this is coming out of a place of care, not out of place of judgment, or that you're trying to, you know, uh, tear me down. You're, you're caring about me, and I have the safety to know you're not going to leave me if I disagree with you." And I think that is crucial in relationships. And be genuine, y'all. Be
1: yeah. genuine. Don't yes. be like, don't be like, "I love you, but." But yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like throw it in like, oh yeah, and I love you. You know? Yeah. You know, uh, you know I love you. Da, Right. <laughs> right. Like, no, I, I like that. You know, bringing the relationship. Because I mean, again, again, back to Jesus. You know, he he always led in beautifully. Mm-hmm. He knew exactly who Zacchaeus was. He knew exactly what Zacchaeus did. And he even knew Zacchaeus' name. Mm. And, and, and imagine you know that that intimacy that took place as he called this man down by his name says Zacchaeus, come down from that tree. Mm-hmm. You know what? today you're, we're going to be at your house and you're go- we're going to eat together.
0: And, and the changes that yeah. came not, I mean we don't know every word Jesus spoke to him, but yeah. we know his first words to Zacchaeus. Yeah. We're not pointing out his flaws, but drawing him into right. relationship. And then the next thing we hear is how he's going to pay back everyone fourfold. Yeah. You know, or I think it's like with fold? interest fourfold or oh, something, something, right? Yeah. Like he, some. he pays back so much. And it makes me, what you guys are saying makes me think of marriage advice. You can't, they, mm. they always say you can't, don't try to change your spouse. You married your spouse because you, there were at least some things about him you liked. But But when you get married, you tend to try to change them into you. And then that's not going to work. You don't want to be married to you. You want to be married to them at their best and godliest, but that's not going to look like you because you might think you're godlier than them. But no, you just each have your own strengths and weaknesses. What we're doing is we're treating everyone to a degree like a spouse. If you don't look exactly like me in my picture of Christianity, you're a false teacher. You're a heretic. You're in the Illuminati. You're you're against me. You worship Baal, you know, et cetera. I'm going to make a YouTube video (laughs) about you. Yeah. And it's like, wait a second. Have I ever stopped to consider since everyone thinks they're right or they wouldn't be doing it? Yeah. That maybe I'm not a hundred percent right.
2: Mm. And who
0: the heck am I to know which part I'm not right about? Yeah. I'm not God. We get to find that out in heaven when he burns all the trash off us and we yep. get to all see what wasn't trash. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. oh wow, what a surprise. That's the thing that was right. Cool, I'm in heaven anyway, right? Yep. Because but yet here, that's that's what we're doing. Yep. And I and I think that we definitely should do it to our brothers and sisters in Christ. But it's just as detrimental when we start doing it to the world, like you said oh, at the very beginning, yeah. and trying to conform them to Christianity before they even have the Holy Spirit to convict to them. Yeah. Because, you know, all of these things end up just leaving them farther away. Just like, again, we've said it digs their heels in and pushes them away from Jesus because we're not treating them like Zacchaeus come to our home Yeah. or, hey, can I come to yours? And we just hang out and have a time. We're so fearful of. We, we think our doctrine like it must be that we think our doctrine so weak within us that they could sway us into mm. lies. That we're terrified of being around unbelievers instead of having faith that the Holy Spirit will impress mm. on them.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: Otherwise, there wouldn't be this terror of being around anyone who disagrees.
2: That's good. Mm. That's good. Truth. Truth is not insecure. So we shouldn't be insecure about our right. truth. Amen. So right. So but you see that all the time. Like if I believe something. It's okay if you disagree with it. It's it should be at least you disagreeing doesn't doesn't lessen the truth that I believe. If you tell me you don't believe in Jesus, okay, great. That's that's good. Like I'll still love you. Like that's fine. You're not going to sway my opinion when I respond out of pride and and defensively it's this insecurity of like it's exactly what you just said of like oh you know they're chipping away at like what i believe and they didn't hit all the boxes or check all the boxes of Mm. the way i believe and so they must be wrong let me attack them like that feels insecure like just be like hey all right you do you you know what paul said when uh when they came to him and they were like hey paul these people are preaching jesus uh and and they're they're putting money to it and he's like "Eh, at least jesus is being preached He's like, people are hearing about Jesus all over the place. Like, Mm -hmm. now, were those guys wrong? Yeah, they were wrong. But Paul was like, what's the end result? People are still hearing about Jesus, and, and they're hearing the gospel. And so, like, eh, God will take care of them.
0: Right. And I, wonder, I wish that that was like.
1: I wonder what Paul would say about Jo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just throwing the initials. Anyways, <laughs> I think that's the only one in a Bible study I'd have a problem with. No, just kidding. I think you're so just funny. Kidding.
2: But
0: <laughs> I think you know as we as we start to kind of yeah, wrap yeah. everything up, I do want to I want to <laughs> shout out. I think it was episode 167 where we talk about yeah. you know pursuing the fear mongering. We called it like fear porn and rage porn, right? Oh because yeah, that's I think good. that. that that is what leads us funny enough like that connects perfectly to this episode those are the kinds of things that when you consume them because it feels good to have people agree with you it feels good to be in a bubble yeah in a world that you feel is against you right and so you look out you look for a bubble and instead of finding the 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 bubble that's Christ-like, meaning these people, no matter how inconvenient and awkward it feels, are trying to be more like Jesus. No, instead, you get in the holier than thou righteous bubble over here that likes to label itself as Christian, but they don't, but they might be Christian. They're just not acting Christ-like. Instead, they're just making everything inflamed. Their whole Instagram account is just videos to make you cling your children tighter, right? And like, God bless them. I love them. I know we agree. I'm as appalled as you. But why is that? You had it. one chance, one opportunity. I want to like break into something right now. You yeah. Know, you one know chance, the world. Anyway, you it. had one chance, one opportunity today he needs to, to post. To come to on. He does.
1: <laughs> Mas- People spaghetti. are praying for
0: him. Yes. Yeah. Oh on a sweater already. I've, anyway, I, I, so. I've, I've always
1: said that though. I've always said that he would be the best person to like, just get broken and come yes. to Christ. Cause every people time he's broken, for him that dude for is so like long. on point. Right. Yeah. But anyway, you <laughs> had this,
0: you had this chance to post something today. You had a chance and you could have led yeah. people closer and deeper and beckoned people into a relationship with Jesus. And instead you just helped make them more angry and more scared and more discouraged today. Yeah. Mm. Like yeah. for what? For the likes yeah. So that people, so for the clout that, yeah, you stand up for what you believe and you let people know what you don't like, who cares? Yeah. Like, if you know that this person has the word of God in them, you know what they don't like. That's but what's exactly harder right. to talk about what you don't like yep. or to do what Jesus says, that's harder.
1: I like the security aspect y'all talking about here. Yeah. Like, just the security aspect. Yeah. I am secure in my faith. Yes. I, I, Am not going to be able to change this world, right? That's right. Christ can change this world. Now I can be an active role in this security, like you guys are talking about, mm-hmm. and shine this light, right? Um, and we have that opportunity. One chance, one opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> I like <sighs> the to, 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 you know, I mean, circle. <laughs> I, yeah, I <laughs> know. Uh, but but no, it's if you don't understand what we're talking about, it's okay. Put in the show. We'll, no, we'll it's email okay. Us, we got you. <laughs> We'll talk, like it. we'll talk about. We'll talk about. No, but um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I, th- I, I like what we're hearing here. I like that you know what we can we can walk differently. Yeah. Um, and and you know what we can mature also in recognizing maybe we're wrong. That takes uh, some I humility. Think, I think, yeah, I think that's 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 a big one. I think, and then the other part that is in this in our security is there is no fear because of our security. Yeah. And we've been promised a direction. I don't care where you sit in your theology. We have been promised a direction. Mm-hmm. That is the direction we're going to go. Yeah. So you can either continue down the fear porn mm-hmm. angle and, and just like, oh, we got to make it better. And we need our country to come back to be a godly country. And our, the world needs to be whatever. And uh, we're, gonna, we're losing it. We're losing it. We are losing we are we are. We are. I think the last stat I heard that was just annihilating was 50% of the United States now is, is claiming, you know, it would fall in a category of Christianity. Mm. Um, I mean, I remember 70 and this was a few years ago, you know what I'm saying? So we're, we're, we we see a decrease that doesn't take away for revival. That doesn't take away for people receiving Christ, but that tells us that there's a direction and in that direction, sometimes there's going to be a fence and how are we going to respond in that fence? Are we going to respond the way Christ responded or are we going to respond in our flesh?
0: Mm -hmm. That's good. Like Christ wakes, wakes people up because that's different. Right. I've not seen that. What's different about you? Right. So, yeah. No, thank you so much for being yes. here. You yeah. dropped so, so, much, much. We, so much meat for people to chew on. And I want to encourage people, this book and others, we talked about yeah. uh, how to start a church library last week. I think it was last week. Yeah. Um, but if you can't afford the book, right, at the very least, what you can do is you can call up your local library and request some of the Christian books mm, that you've wanted right. to read. They do sometimes put them in there. You know what you're doing? You're not just blessing yourself now because you can go check it out. You're blessing a ton of other people mm. that aren't listening to this show that don't know Rob, but they go to the library, they go to the teeny tiny little Christian spirituality section and they're like, that looks like a good one because when a fence knocks, it knocks and you have a choice. And Rob got paid. And then people might be like, I want to buy it for my auntie who's always mad, right? So you know what? There's a That's way a to read these books. You know, and support the authors. You can do yeah, that for absolutely. any book that we spotlight on our show or anything. And you can help populate the local library with there books you that you want you and your family and others to read. So you can go to Rob to hear more about Rob, learn what he's up to about his church, about his books. You can also check our show notes for all of the links to his books so that you can, you know, go support him, get him in your library. And you can go to patreon.com slash the pantry podcast to support this show. So until next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. The pantry podcast is also honored to be featured on the Edify app, Spark Radio, Spark Media on Uplifted, and Eternity Ready Radio.